Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. would join forces it's the chewy world order with chewy and drubert and, and you know chewy's the real it's chewy world order what's up chewy what's happening um professor contavious has been a minute man it has been a minute and we are ready to go balls deep into some more conspiracy theories are you ready always ready all right, this is a list, a list that I have not compiled, but I have, you know, you have helped me find 27 conspiracy theories that turned out to be true. Number one, the Dalai Lama works for the CIA. According to declassified intelligence documents, the Dalai Lama earned $108,000 in connection with the CIA's funding of the Tibetan resistance in the 1960s. The aim was to disrupt China. Thoughts, Chewy? Wow, the Dalai fucking Lama. The one that everybody quotes is a, as a peaceful being and like spiritualist was actually a CIA member. <laughs> Just like Osama bin Laden, right? Very true. Yeah. Hey, yeah what is that book? What's the Dalit? Right. There you go. That's what, that's what we like to talk about. What is the book he, he put out with that everybody talks about? The, uh, the, ah, oh, fuck. What is the Dalai Lama's book? I don't even know. We'll have to, I'll look it up here. Uh, but I'll, We'll go to the next one. Yeah, I didn't even know he had a book. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's pretty like I remember reading it parts of it. Let's see here. It's called uh The Art of Happiness. Wow, he's a clone, he looks different. Oh shit. Yeah. So the most peaceful motherfucker here was making 180,000 and aimed to disrupt China. What the fuck, man? Like and is it? Oh, I was just gonna say, is it, you wonder why China, like, he can't be out there wondering, like, why does China hate me? Like, you're on the CIA payroll, bro, you know? So, yes. And everybody listening, this is conspiracies. It turned out to be true. So look it up, man. Some crazy fucking shit, right? Amen. You think it's as crazy as uh, the military considering to use a gay bomb on enemy soldiers? <laughs> So, the U.S. Air Force did consider using pheromones as a weapon. The gay bomb was supposed to infuse enemy troops with female pheromones, making them sexually attracted to each other and disrupting troops' morale. However, the weapon was never made. Hmm. When they say the weapon was never made, that means they made the weapon, you know? 
they probably never just released it publicly no. or, or tested uh, publicly. <laughs> unless it was at like a gay parade. You know, this, this is why I always just go to volleyball games, women's volleyball games. That's why. That's the only, you know, that's me. I wonder how they tested it. Like, did they get their own troops together and they're like, hey, guys, so, smell this real quick and tell me how you feel about each other. I say they. Oh, I don't know. I, Go ahead, dude. Sorry. I say, my bad. I say they do it like uh, Tosh.0. Are you familiar with that show? Remember when he had all the guys, it was him and like five other dudes, wear sweatpants and they all stand in a straight line and watch a television in front of of them. And he's like, we're going to play gay porn in the television. And the first one to get a boner is gay. (laughs) So. I think that's a good way to test the gay bomb, right? I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I, you know, this is why I don't own a pair of sweatpants and why, again, I go to girls volleyball games only. I didn't join the army either, but I don't think that, uh, boy, all that money, the military industrial complex, and that's the, guys, i got an idea. Oh, and also, Chewy, I think you mentioned this on the episode we did last Friday, so look at you. Oh, yeah, you know, just, that's you know right. Stuff. Hey, thanks, night. man. I forgot to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just tooting your own horn. Hey, thanks for pointing that out, bro. You're looking out right there. This is why you should listen to the Screaming Chewy show. You know, it's a shit, okay? And not to mention overall fuckery, right? Overall fuckery. Right? And that's why I got Drew here. This is my conspiracy guy right here, all right? Because, you know, when I first heard your show, Drew, I was like, this fucking guy. Not only did you talk about conspiracies, but... You also talked about what book this came from, what page. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker knows this shit. I had a lot of time on my hands for, for like the last 15 years, and I will again. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's neither here nor there. But thank you. Checks in the mail, Chewy. All <laughs> right. Here we are. Of, fucking hey. Speaking of that, uh, next one is John Lennon was under surveillance. In 1971, the FBI and CIA put John Lennon under surveillance due to his anti-war songs say it isn't so well uh john lennon's murder was also very strange because the dude that murdered him like after he shot him was hiding in the bushes reading the same page of the grapes of wrath or whatnot uh like basically over and over again like it's turned to some certain page but like yeah the guy didn't happen run right almost like him sounds like an mk ultra victim to me like he had woken up did his mission and then Reset. Yep. Mark David Chapman. That's who murdered John Lennon. Did um did yeah, they ever say what his motive was? I you know, I don't know that. It was probably we'll a to, CIA, bro. Yeah, is that or crime of passion? Because I well, maybe it couldn't be because this guy wasn't banging Yoko. No way. I mean, I know that maybe, I don't know. I doubt it though, but it's John Lennon. If you can bang John Lennon, why are you banging Mark David Chapman? That's just my thoughts. <laughs> right. And then um, here's, here's the Alex Jones one. There's actually a conspiracy that Alex Jones mentioned on his show. Everybody laughed. I mean, it sounds funny, uh, but it turned out to be true. People studied it and it turned out to be true. You ready for this, Drew? Oh, I'm ready. So I'm going to read it like Alex Jones, right? (laughs) The water, it changes the frog's sex. It's making them gay. Radio host and conspiracy. Oh, I'm I'm a fucking idiot, bro. It mentions Alex Jones in here. So I fucked it up by talking like Alex Jones. (laughs) 
So, so forget I did that. I've heard him refer to himself like that before, though. <laughs> the fans are gay. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. Alex Jones, man. That's pretty good. <laughs> so radio host and conspiracy theorist Alex Jones claimed that chemicals in water are turning frogs gay. While the chemicals won't change a frog's sexual orientation, a study shows that exposure to a certain pesticide can actually change frog sex. Estrogen in suburban lakes can have the same effect. So, God damn, are they just pouring my doll in all these lakes around suburban lakes? Like, fuck. <laughs> my doll and pesticides. Damn, I am never swimming in Lake Erie ever again. That's just me, you know? Imagine you go swimming and you wake up gay. I mean, that or worse. You're like, no, I used to have a penis. And now it seems to me that I have a vagina. Like, it's a bad day. It's a real bad day. Hey, what if they... You're going to get laid that night, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> you change from Tinder to Grindr. Yeah, I just, I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> Imagine that was the gay bomb. You know, they just got the chemicals from the pesticide sprayed on humans. That guy's like, General, uh, we've got some bad news for you. Uh, remember those craft we were looking for, the alien craft? Well, we thought they had the pheromone bombs. Well, what happened was we dropped all that pheromone in Lake Erie, and all of Michigan's gay now, General. Like, that's terrible news. I know. What do you want to do? Like, well, just just let them go out for the weekend. They'll be fine. I'm like, okay. Throw a parade. There you go. Maybe that's why there's so many... I can't validate this because it's totally made up. Maybe that's why there's so many gay pride parades in Chicago. And again, I can't validate that. It's just a theory. One day they're having sex with each other and then they're shooting each other. Chicago. That's Chicago love, man. That's love in Chicago. Okay. Raheem Emanuel, it's, it's Obama's country. You know, it's Obama's place. You know, he's a awesome. He's a community organizer. He's a good one, too. Fuck it. Obama. <laughs> You didn't build that. That's not yours. Speaking of uh, Chicago, and this, I don't, this is a terrible transition, but the Canadian government built a gaydar machine. That's right. It's not from the office or Reno 911. The Canadians, we did it perfect. In the late 1950s, eh, the Canadian government developed the fruit machine. That's right. It's called the fruit machine eh, <laughs> to test for homosexuality in federal employees. Eh? The testing was done by exposing subjects eh, to some uh, same-sex erotic images, hockey, analyzing pupil dilation response, sweatpants, boners. Many employees lost their jobs, eh? It's true. <laughs> wow. Imagine that. Your, your boss goes up to be like, hey, man, you're fired. Why? Because you're gay. <laughs> how, how, did, how did you know that? Like, <clears throat> we have a gaydar. <laughs> what does pupil dilation have to do with somebody being gay? I don't get that. It seems like discrimination to me. You know, my pupils dilate all the time. I like women, you know, I'm just saying. Big time discrimination. And I mean, maybe they did the Tosh.0 test. You know, you're, like you said, sweatpants and boners. Yeah, well, it takes about a billion dollars to do that. You know, remember when they're, you know, they get lobster fests. And they just bring in $4 million worth of lobster. Like a few years ago in October, they literally bought $5 million worth of lobster at the end of the fiscal year because they didn't know what else to do with that money so they just bought a shitload of lobster and probably just threw it away you know well, now we got to feed these boys you know <laughs> but get, these gay boys like fucking lobsters it's true like, i don't think so everybody likes lobster not just gay people you know <laughs> they're gay they eat the lobster 
right? Like, listen, hey, I'm gay, sir. I don't eat lobster. Like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, shellfish? Come on, baby. Like, oh, yeah. I still don't understand, but no. But then there's there's guys in there eating hot dogs without chewing it. They're just like, oh. Listen, that's the Atkins diet. That is absolutely the Atkins diet. No carbs. No carbs at all. Just meat. I like that. I don't know if that's a carnivore saying or a gay thing, you know, just meat. Eat it. Hey, T-Rexes were gay, dude. Totally. Look at those arms they had. Just little flailing arms. Like, oh my God, I'm I'm so fucking, I'm awesome. (laughs) They weren't weren't really that cool though. You know, it's a T-Rex. They couldn't masturbate either. That's why they were mad. Exactly. All that pent up testosterone, knowing that you're estrogen inside, but you got testosterone, you got the little arms, you're running around acting all fucking badass. Your tail's about the only thing that does any damage in your teeth. And you had a terrible appearance in Jurassic Park, all of them. I would be pissed too. <laughs> in Jurassic Park, <laughs> he ate a guy taking a shit. That scene was glorious. They tried to use a stunt T Rex for that, but the, that T Rex was. Actually, wasn't gay, and he's like, "Listen, I ain't eating this fella." So they had to bring the gay one back in to eat the guy taking a dookie do. True story. He raped them first. I mean, they don't show you that. They show it to you in the unrated. But Spielberg, you know, he's a little. You know how it goes. <laughs> the unrated version. <laughs> the world where the unrated version of Jurassic Park shows the T Rex raping the dude taking the shit and then eating him. Do you really want me to say this? This is fucked up. Yes, just keep. Going. <laughs> this is fucked up. I love it. <laughs> that explains our episodes. It's you know pretty good description right there. Perfect. I love it. Nothing not not too much, not too short, just perfect. And uh talking about raping, you know, or anal probing, the mm-hmm. US government investigating UFOs. So the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program investigated ufo sightings and other ufo related events so yes there's a branch of the government that's investigating ufos and well because i talked about this a few weeks ago like what they can confirm is that these off-world craft okay off-world craft do not originate on this planet so you know just think about that because that's redundant as fuck like that's Billions of dollars in national defense, and like this is all we can tell you. These creatures from off world, they don't come from here. <laughs> okay, and what else? That's all we have. Thank you. And so, this was a conspiracy for a long time. People are like, the UFOs don't exist, and the government's not going to waste money investigating. Well, they have been all these years and a lot of money, and now the government actually even openly admitted that there's ufos that are not from this world instead of like well it's just a plane you know you can't tell what it is but it's just an unidentified plane but now they're actually admitting this out of this world that's the nicest weather balloon i've ever seen it's flashing and making weird you know like yeah weather balloons do that shit all the time Stop ducking the cow. That's a weird weather balloon. (laughs) And speaking of UFOs, because we know about the Anunnaki and the Nephilim and the hybrids, the Archons and Reptilians, uh, it just so happens to be that some of them sons of bitches are a part of the Illuminati. And the next one that brings us to uh, on the list is the Illuminati and the United States National Security Agency. Uh, There's actually a link between the supposedly secret organization that rules the world, quote unquote, 
<coughs> in the NSA, albeit just a hyperlink, just type Illuminati backwards, which is I-T-A-N-I-M-U-L-L-I. -L -L -I. I don't know what the fuck that stands for. Itanamuli into a web browser, and it will take you to a, the NSA website. That's Whoa. weird. I'm going to try that right now. That's like if they're like literally trying to like put it in your face, like, ha ha. Yeah. Just nanny, nanny, boo, boo. Like, I thought these were sophisticated people, you know? Yeah. And it's right there. But they're not sophisticated if you're going to diddle children, but that's just me, you know? We're did, testing did you type right it in? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. One more. Okay. Let's see here. Dot com. I'm curious about that. Oh my God. It really does. Yo, dude, can you put that on screen share? Yes, that's fucking weird. For the viewers on YouTube. Yeah. Let's see by here, the way, so... if you're not watching Screaming True Show on YouTube, you should. This is oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't share the screen with you. I'm so scared. Oh, fuck. Oh, you know what? I think it's because you're a guest. So I, what if I try it? Yeah, here, I'll, I'll send it to you backwards. That's fucking weird, dude. That is so wild. That is freaky as fuck. It really does work. It goes straight to the NSA website. So Illuminati spelled backwards is the yeah, NSA I'll, I'll put, NASA. I'll put for you. There you go. Just do that. Type that in and then .com. But there's nothing to see here, ladies and gentlemen. That's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence that the most evil some scumbag motherfuckers on the planet that wish to, you know, do bad things to all of us, including the planet. Uh, just suck us dry of everything we own. And just no coincidence that you tap that name backwards. It takes you to the NSA website, which is responsible for fucking spying and provide national security agency responsibilities. It's fucking crazy. Wow, dude. Holy shit. That's pretty nuts, huh? That's kind of creepy. So I'm going to see if I could do screen share. Um, the fuck? Right here. Ready? The fuck? Okay, can you see that? Yes. That is wow. So it says nasa.gov, but if I go back, so I typed in I T A N I M U L L I. That is so fucking strange. Dot com. Typed it in. Boom. NASA.gov. This is fucking nuts, yo. And wow. it clearly says at the top National Security Agency Central Security Service. Yep. Defending our nation, securing the future. Yeah, for the fucking new secular order, losers. Wow. That is it's nuts. Dude, and it's a real website because it's .gov. Yeah, I mean, it's a real government website because that, that, that's, that's authentic. That's crazy. All right, I'm just going to jot down here. Do not donate to the NSA this year for Christmas. <laughs> Been really bad. Yeah, fuck those guys. All right. Uh, you you have the next one, sir. So, us checking out the NASA website kind of reminds me of something a little bit here of uh, the 
another conspiracy that came out to be true. The government spies on your internet use. In 2005, it was revealed that the U.S. National Security Agency, NSA, had been intercepting phone calls and internet communications. Many companies and government agencies continue to do so today without your knowledge. Uh, doesn't that fall under, remember the Patriot Act? Yep. That they had what the Patriot Act itself is like over a thousand pages long. And they had that basically adopted within a month of 9-11. Uh, basically, and I've read a long time ago, I read like majority of the Patriot Act and it's fucking creepy. Like when you get down into the legalese and what they say they can do, what they can seize, what they can say about you. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know, people uh, should just expect that there's a big fucking wing at the NSA that's features all your Pornhub favorites and you know, all that shit. So just keep that in mind. You're, you're providing jack off material for the NSA boys because they've even said that in the last few years that some people at the NSA are jerking off to sex pictures and shit like that from stuff they're intercepting and stuff. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to send your nudies, you know, send your nudies in a responsible way, do it through Snapchat. Come on, baby. Hey, uh, do you think they like certain people that are like, oh, I love this dude's history. Look, this guy has good porn, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I bet there's, there's probably a big fucking board. Like, okay, hey, Drew, this guy's, he's number three today. He's got the best fucking, you know. I mean, could you imagine what Ron Jeremy's, maybe he's number one. Of course, he's been accused of being some really big assholes lately. Or a oh. big asshole. I don't know why he would have multiple assholes, but. He, he might do life in prison. Yeah, dude pretty creepy pretty crazy uh and that's an example of i'm sure that he was a part of this fucking club and he probably did something that he wasn't supposed to do and take him down oh dude uh oh fuck what's her fucking uh is a porn star she was uh like middle eastern oh she, yeah she got fake tits put on and fake tits and like her family like disowned her and shit mm-hmm. after they found out she was in porn uh, Mia Khalifa. I was going to say Mia, yeah. So she's like 20-something, right? Or close to our age, maybe? Or fuck, was it her or some other porn chick? They were talking. It was on their Instagram. And I noticed that they had a picture of her with uh, Ron Jeremy. And when he she posted in the in the comments or in the title description, like, as soon as I introduced myself and told them I'm in the business... He put his hand in, in my shirt and said, hey, I'm Ron Jeremy. Like, <laughs> and so her friends were commenting like, that's fucked up. That's sexual assault and this and that. And she never commented back. And I'm like, that's fucking weird, right? And this was before I found out Ron Jeremy was being accused of all this. <laughs> well, you know, he's one of the best looking fellas I've ever seen in my life. Uh I don't know what she expected him to do. Like, you can't tell a porn star, hey, I'm in the industry. You know, what you, all he heard was, you want fuck? Yeah. And he looks like Super Mario with a huge cock. Yeah, it's just, you know, boys and girls, like, just, boy, I tell you. How can he be in the porn industry? But never mind, I'm not going to go there. Speaking of, uh, you know, radioactive pornography, uh, the United States government used dead bodies for radioactive testing. Project Sunshine, which is a terrible name for this project, tested radioactive strontium, strontium 90 
I don't know who fucking made that up, but radioactive strontium-90 on body parts of newly deceased children. This was done without the parents' knowledge or consent. And the only question I have is, the you know, your child is dead. I mean, it sucks. And, you know, do you really, are you going to be more pissed off? Like, you accused radioactive on my dead child's body? Like, that's fucked up. It doesn't surprise me, the United States government. But, you know, that's like offering them a shake after they're dead. Like, they're not going to eat the fucking shake. They can't. They can't have chicken nuggets after they're dead. What's it matter, you know? Now, this is the one, I'm not defending the United States government here because that's still a scumbag thing to do, but still, you know. I wonder if, like, they just got rid of the bodies or, like, what if they did the radioactive experiment and then gave the body to the family and be like, hey, you could have an open casket now. <laughs> it's real fucked up. And you're going to want to line that casket with lead, a lot of lead, you know. Like the some of the victims from Dayton Loft Pass incident. Right. And the family's like, why? Okay. I wouldn't question my government. I'm going to wear, I'm gonna wear a mask all the time. Oh, God. Obey. Comply. Yep. Do not yep. ask. <laughs> I love that movie. Fucking great movie. Right? All right. Talking about uh, obeying, you know, we talked about another CIA agent. Osama bin Laden was captured through a fake vaccination program. Uh, the CIA ran fake vaccination program, and they had Bin Laden's DNA on file thanks to his sister, who lived in the U.S. A Pakistan doctor then identified his children's DNA in the area where he was hiding, and his information led to his capture. Hmm. So they tell us this is the boogie guy, the boogeyman, but yet somehow he's hanging around where his children were, you know, was, was Osama bin Laden a good father? Is it okay to ask that? No, I feel, I feel like a terrorist for asking that question. <laughs> you're not with us, you're with them. <laughs> it's just like, hey, he's a piece of shit, but he's a great father, okay? He took them buildings down, but oh my God, you should see him with them children. <laughs> okay. He's a great American. Hey, he does kind of look like Obama a little bit, doesn't he? Just, just saying. <laughs> Obama bin Laden <laughs> sounds about right to me coincidence I think not dude, now you mention it he kind of does look like him you've never heard that conspiracy um, dude Obama was like over there and somewhere over there in uh, the 80s or whatever like there's a lot of people that say that oh, Obama was Osama like he that, he, that was his CIA yeah that's That'd be perfect too, putting that spin right? on the name, you know. Right? It was uh, what there's the only, what do they say? Like the best way to hide something is literally out in the open, you know? It doesn't work for me because I dumped a million dollars in cash out in my front yard and that didn't stay there very long, but it was Monopoly money, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> the homeless still took it. They, they fucking, I saw them coming back with McDonald's cheeseburgers and like, how the fuck did you king size that? That was fake money. He's got any change? Like, no, I don't got any change. He's got fake money for me. Fuck off. <laughs> it's because you're in Europe, so they have colorful money. <laughs> there you go. Europe has monopoly money. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Europe, how about this one? The next one, polio vaccine caused cancer. Correlation? Not really, but we're going to go right into it. In 1960, it was revealed that some of the cells used to make the polio vaccine could cause cancer. Between 1955 and 1963, nearly 100 million children were given this vaccine. 
What? That's fucked up. Damn, Jesus. bro. I bet they're like, we're doing it for the greater good. Right? That are like, hey, man, there's a lot of fucking money involved in this, and we've already made this money, you know. Fuck them children. They'd be all right. You know, just pump it out, baby. Just be, Don't you want that bonus in your fucking holiday down the... Come on. Listen, you can pump this vaccine out. We can kill you and your family. Your choice, all right? I'm trying to do this easy way. Like, oh, shit, okay. I'll do what you say. <laughs> you know, the alternative is the heart attack gun, and you don't want to do that because we're going to feed your dead body radioactive strotonium you know come on man don't you have an open <laughs> casket <laughs> for real huh shit god bless the united states of america gotta love war man the convention don't shoot the medic <laughs> hold on he's got the red cross don't shoot him I'm like oh fuck even in video games i shoot the medic that's the first one i'm gonna shoot that's the art of war baby you want to take him down because he's gonna, you know, he's gonna cure everybody. He's like Jesus out there. Like, if Jesus is, a, if you got a fucking army of Jehovah's Witnesses or disciples, you gotta take down Jesus before you take down any. Am I wrong? I mean, Jesus got the Uzi and the machine guns and all that shit. Like, you want to take Jesus down? Take Jesus down. I just want to reiterate that. You're right, Chewy. Jesus down. Jesus down. Uh, matter. Jesus is down. We got the Messiah is down. What do we do now? Oh, that's that's about it. Come on in. We're done. Bring in Moses. Uh, oh shit! Uh, Roger that, there Moses is coming. Moses is coming. Oh, we said the Messiah is dead, though. Uh, Fort the Red Sea, over in that. Of <laughs> tactical. So We're check this. They're, they're great Americans. Love it. So a false testimony led up to the Gulf War. Mm-hmm. That's right. A young girl identified as I'm gonna butcher this name, yo, Nayira. N-A-Y-I-R-A-H. Nayira. Very pretty name. Right? Except that she uh, falsely testified on Iraq's invasion of Kuwait before the Congressional Human Rights Caucus. C-A-U-C-U-S in 1990. It turns out Nayira was actually the daughter of the Kuwaiti ambassador to the u.s and her testimony was part of a campaign called citizens for a free kuwait run by hill and nalton a pr firm Jeez. well uh, uh hold on hold on uh i was president and uh, this aggression like that just blows my mind doesn't well number one her face is not quite as pretty as her name number two uh does that sound familiar? Sounds like the same fucking shit that they were pulling to get us into the Iraq war for the second time. Weapons of mass destruction. They just keep pumping it lie. Where are those things? They're around here somewhere. The fucking same fucking tactics, dude. Different fucking... It just blows my mind that they just use the same tactics over and over again. And we just keep buying into this shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, they killed Saddam Hussein, but there was we didn't find no nukes in there. Like... <laughs> Nope. And he he wasn't leading, um, was it the Taliban? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Supposedly it was Osama, but then we find out he was tied in with the CIA, but they killed Saddam. What the fuck? I love how they eventually like, all right, man, hey, we, we got some shit. We just found some shit out, bro. All right, Saddam, he's responsible for bringing them buildings down. I know, I know it's tough to believe, you know, but we're going to have to go there and get him. Like, you go get him, please. He brought those buildings down, like... Oh my God! 
you know, even Guinevere with the Church of Satan's like, fellas, I think you might have the wrong boy there, you know. Yeah, yeah dude. And, I mean, and speaking, oh, go ahead, sorry, Chewie. Oh, I was just going to say, it's pretty scary. Uh, you know, just like you mentioned, um, how they use the same tactics over and over, and people just believe it. Right? It's like they're like, okay, it worked on their parents, and they're dumber than their parents. So <laughs> I don't know why it wouldn't work on them. Like, you're right, sir. You were so right there. Some stupid motherfuckers out there. They're like, thank you, General. Thank you. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, how pretty her face was, and her name is much more pretty, it's very sweet. Her name is sweet like sugar. Uh, which leads us to our next one. Sugar industry funded research underplaying risks of sugar consumption. That seems really redundant. Sugar industry funded research underplaying risks of sugar consumption. That's like, that's like wait. a bullet. Yeah, that's. Wait, wait. The sugar industry did research on sugar. Yeah, that's what it's, that's what I'm hearing. It's like a bullet telling you, "Hey, I'm about to enter you. You're gonna feel some pain, but it's not gonna kill you. It's gonna kill you." It's like a bullet trying to tell you, like, hey, don't mind me. I'm just going to come into your flesh, do a little damage. Nothing to see here. Like, <laughs> It's like the cops investigating the corrupt cops, right? Like, right? that's, that's going to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sure that, well, that's a real fucking objective and uh, thorough, transparent investigation. Like, oh, well, we, we only took seven minutes. I'm huh? like, yep, that's right. We did all the checked out, checked there, checked there. Seven minute investigation is all we need. Everything's fine. Keep moving along. He's a good guy. He's a great guy, you know. He, you know, he beats his wife, and uh, you know, he drinks, and uh, he's got one hell of bad temper. But he did not do that. All right, we checked it out. We took four minutes to check it out. I'm holding three fingers up, but he took four minutes. Okay, three. Uh, that stands for the Holy Trinity, which is uh, you know, we love Jesus. We're good cops. <laughs> that sounded pretty convincing. Right? I wouldn't. I wouldn't like. I'm not gonna question that. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna question that at all. They seem like the legitimate investigation. Very legitimate. Then, uh, then they gave him like a two weeks vacation or something. Paid, paid vacation. You know. And uh, <laughs> talking about good guys, good old Hitler. Uh, so test performed in 2009 revealed that what was supposedly Hitler's skull was actually that of a young woman. The fuck, right? Whoa. So you mean to tell me that Hitler was hanging out in that Lake Erie with those fucking gay frogs and turned him into a woman? Yeah, I didn't know that that's, those tests were happening in the 40s. I didn't know, you know. I know that Hitler survived the, the quote-unquote suicide attempt because there's pictures of him having dinner in Argentina in 1947, and I can show you those pictures. I'll send them to you, Chewy. Like okay, little photos, yeah, photos of Hitler in Argentina, year or two after he died. Yeah, Hitler didn't die in 1945. He was a lot to escape because you know he was a puppet, like all of them, fucking Nazis, and literal Nazis. <laughs> yeah, they were actually. Um, was it? There was some. Uh, Actually, so this was also a conspiracy, but turned out to be true. It's not on the list, just real quick. Um, the the skull and bones, uh, that fraternity or whatever you want to call them, the group, you know. Yep. Um, Founded by Prescott Bush. Mm-hmm. 
So weren't they, I think they were funding a bank in Germany that was funding the Nazis. Yep. Union banking, uh, the Union Bank Corporation and Union Banking Company was shut down under the trading with the, uh, basically accused of treason. And one of the founding partners or principal partners in that bank uh, was Prescott Bush, which is George W. Bush's grandfather, Herbert Ackerbesh. Uh, he was my daddy. Uh, yeah, a two, uh, the father and grandfather of two presidents um, was funneling money to the Nazi war machine. And people were like, you want to know, like, how did Hitler come to power so fast and get all that shit so fast? And like, like he had help. Yeah, he had help from a fucking United States too. Like literal, the one United States president's father and the other one fucking grandfather. That's treason. That's that's the Logan Act. Should have been fucking prosecuted on the Logan Act, and we never would have had to fucking face the other two W's. But not the other two W's. But yeah, Prescott Bush, evil fucking some bitch, evil some bitch. And the reason Skull and Bones or even the Illuminati, as you might say, or a lot of people might say, because there was a lot of powers you know and it was really hidden they, they did good at that you know to launder money and give it to the nazis of course they were caught but the one thing the illuminati or new world order really agree with the nazis is population control yep i agree and like the, the all, everything they did with the nazi like how the the swastika was inverted from a tibetan good luck charm is basically the inversion of what you know, it was just like the, the evil that basically is what it stood for. And uh, if you wanted, like there's the John Birch society in the fifties in 1958, Robert Welch was the founder of the John Birch society. This guy, there's speeches on YouTube galore. This guy was talking about the Illuminati, the new world order, the global government, the treason, the tyranny that was circling our planet in 1958. Uh, it's the, so it's very fascinating to hear the John Birch Society and Robert Welch talk about the same things that we're talking about today in the fifties, dude. Like that—that's pretty—that's no co that's no coincidence, you know. And you—you'd be a damn fool to fucking, you know. I'm, I'm kidding, obviously, but uh, come on, think about it, folks. Think about it. Just think about it. Use some common sense. Like you got John Welch uh, from the John Birch Society or Robert Welch, I'm sorry, from the John Birch Society talking about the same shit we're talking about today. He was concerned and he was naming names. We're concerned. You know, we don't like to name names because <clears throat> hashtag Vince Foster. Listen, hey, that's right. Don't fucking name names. You're coming after you. With a strawberry milkshake. Listen, hey, I'm going to throw a strawberry milkshake right at your fucking face. <laughs> hey, dude, uh, I'm going to pause this really quick. All right, my apologies. I had to grab a water, but uh, Mr. Drew, I believe it's your turn. Okay, I'm so nervous. Um, oh, hey, this is ironic. This is the universe right here, Kay. The next one is actually what the very first episode of my podcast was about. The United States government planned to fabricate acts of terrorism and blame Cuba. Cuba! Operation Northwoods was meant to commit acts of terrorism on United States soil to gain public support in the war against Cuba, Cuba. Luckily then, President John F. Kennedy put a stop to the operation. The same president who uttered the words, what there is, what we face is a ruthless and monolithic conspiracy. Uh, if you never heard the JFK Secret Society speech, listen to it, it'll change your life. And then you will realize why 
they had to blow his head off in ritualistic fashion. We can't have this village talking about stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's declassified. You can go to the national archives or the, uh, whatever they call it, Smithsonian archives, and you can pull up operation Northwoods. It'll be heavily redacted, but you can see the joint chiefs of staff. You can see people that signed off on it. You can see the plan, the objectives, how they were going to carry out the mission. It's real. They really were planning on doing this. And some people say that, all right, they just pulled that off, pulled that out for 9-11, dusted it off, changed some few things around, and there's your 9-11 event. So uh, Operation Northwoods is real. It's almost the same tactic that they wanted to use. Yep, false flag operations. For those of you listening, um, you know, I'd suggest just do your own research. You don't have to believe us, man. Just look it up for yourself. There's some crazy fucking shit. But yes, these are conspiracies that turned out to be true and the information is out there, you know? And two, uh, well, I was just going to touch on that real quick. Like, we, we, I love helping people, like providing points or jump off points or dots to connect. But if you really, if you really, I hate to say this, but if you're really too lazy to fucking take an interest in this shit yourself, like, then, you know, uh, you're contributing, in my opinion, to the overall, I mean, all it takes is just looking into it. Like, just, you know, like all we're doing right now is talking about it. And are we changing things? We're increasing perception. We're uh, making vibrations. Okay, how do I say this? We are literally increasing awareness. When you increase awareness, uh, as I was talking about in my latest podcast episode, if you don't know that you're part of the ritual, but you're watching it and from an unconscious standpoint, taking part in the ritual, you're taking part in that fucking ritual. So once you become aware of it, you can then like be cognitive to the fact that, holy shit, I am taking part in this. And once you're taking part in that, like your brain has the ability on a conscious level to recognize what's happening, but not like be uh, succumb to it. If, if that makes sense. Sorry, continue, Chewy. Yep, very true, Drew. You got to um, kind of wake up a little bit, you know, and we talked about that in the last, in the previous um, Conspiracy Hour episode, if you're curious. Now, here's one that you've mentioned, Drew, before. Uh, I find this very interesting. Um, it's actually another connection to Alex Jones a little bit. Um, so... World leaders gather yearly at a campground in California. Every year, some of the world's richest and most powerful men gather for two weeks at Bohemian Groove. Now, this was a conspiracy for a long time, right? Because people are like, kind of like Epstein's Island, right? All kinds of famous people, celebrities, politicians, they would all go there and hang out. So same thing with Bohemian Groove. Uh, It was a conspiracy. It was rumors that all these politicians would go there to a campground and even do rituals like satanic stuff. And nobody believed that. The, well, a lot of people didn't believe it. It was a conspiracy. But Alex Jones himself um, took footage of them. Um, I, I, I heard uh, in the Joe Rogan podcast, because he had Alex Jones in that show, and Alex Jones talked about that nobody believed him, but he went there, found them, and he took footage. And so there's footage out there of fucking former presidents, you know, dressed up in weird shit, doing weird rituals and 
worshiping like other fuck i don't know other gods and yep like they call the cre- yep moloch the 40 foot owl uh, they call it the cremation of care and Chewie, you can look this up too if you look you could do sh- a screen share again if you look at the the overhead view of the street plan of washington dc the capital sits in the belly of an owl you can see this on the street plan uh, of dc the, the mall uh the capital clearly sits in what appears to be an owl and that owl is at bohemian grove it was a 40 foot like literally like a a wood stove or something they they the fire came from it they threw effigies into it or like a fake you know they, that was the fake version and i guarantee you like uh whether or not alex jones is fucking compromised and was allowed to do that or no, not that's that really happened that happens every fucking summer it's only men there are no women allowed uh they divide them into like different camps and shit and the more elite people of the of the club uh you know get different sex or different areas of the uh of the grove or whatnot but you know that's one of those things where if you were invited to Bohemian Grove and you were on the side that Alex Jones was on watching across the creek or the river or whatnot and you saw the people the people that were in robes and shit those are probably like the high very very powerful people uh, in positions of power now from where we were watching in that cremation of care ceremony those are probably people that just were invited there and those people is that's exactly what I was just talking about. Those people have no fucking idea that they're partaking in a ritual. They're there thinking that they're there for some fucking summer camp to blow some steam off. No, they were taking part in a ritual, whether or not they knew it or whatnot. So, and if you, we could get really deep in this, we won't, but uh, just think about that. Um, Well, how many of those people that were on the same side that Alex Jones was on watching that had the bloodline or had the, the code of these hybrids and through that possession or that ritual were locked into this archon consciousness. I mean, think about that. Like, so ritual, um, you don't have to fucking know that you're taking part in it for the, the goal of the ritual to be implemented. If you will, it's about uh, the transmutation oftentimes for what they want society to become. What is the most dangerous book you have ever read? How about Mein Kampf by the notorious leader of the Nazis, Adolf Hitler? Or the book the Beatles warned us about in their classic song, Revolution? Quotations from Chinese Communist leader, Chairman Mao. Maybe you would hide your copy of Bertrand Russell's Why I'm Not a Christian. Or even semi-fictional works like Salman Rushdie's book, The Satanic Verses. That book had him living in hiding from angry Muhammad followers. But what about a book that is most likely not only dangerous to own and read, but could very well be illegal in many countries. Roderick Edwards' book, How to Overthrow Our Government, takes the reader on a historical and hypothetical journey of revolutions, civil war, and sedition. From ancient Chinese farmers turning their farm tools into weapons, to the attempted impeachment of the U.S. President Trump. This book has it all. Get it today before it's banned forever. I got good I might get hungry later, baby. Hold this hot dog for me. <laughs> That's what it feels like when you're broke down. Oh, yeah. See, this is why when I transport weed, I only carry one gram on me, but I carry it in a, like an 800-pound safe. We are Happy Hour News Team. 
follow us. We love Florida, man. They say they're damaged. No. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't know where you're at, oh, I know where I'm at. Oh, but you just said, "Where am I?" Well, I was trying to like sit with myself. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Fuck, there's a microphone. <laughs> I think you've had too much. <laughs> We are happy hour news. We are happy hour news. You can't be fixed. All the women in the neighborhood, they say you're damaged. What the fuck are you talking about? We are happy hour news team. Follow us. Let's uh, let's get back around to to our regular regularly scheduled bullshit. <laughs> hey, so I'm sure you've noticed I've been getting a lot more celebrity guests on my show, and this is all thanks to Steve Joyner. He's a publicist, and man, this guy takes his work seriously. He does not fuck around, and this guy is keeping me busy, yo. He, yeah, I'm just getting so many celebrity guests. Thank you so much, Steve Joyner. And um, if you yourself are an actor, director, producer, and you are looking for a, a publicist, do not hesitate to contact Steve, right? He is a really cool guy. You'll love him, okay? His phone number is 816-605-4561. Or if you would like to email him, it's uh, all one word, starts with a capital S. And it's stevesjnetwork at gmail.com. So again, starts with a capital S. And then it's T-E-V-E-S-J-N-E-T-W-O-R-K at gmail.com. Tell him Screamy Chewy sent you. You will not be disappointed. And uh, yeah, so big shout out to you, Steve. Thanks again, bro. Peace. And... um. That's pretty fucking crazy. So this owl god, dude, what does he do again? Moloch, let's see, Moloch is a Babylonian deity, I believe. And I think that Moloch also represents Queen Samiramis. Let me look. Moloch stands for, okay. Is, okay, this is fucking creepy. Moloch is a biblical name of a Canaanite god associated with a child sacrifice through fire or war. And there was a fire burning in that, the base of that 40 foot owl statue. The name Moloch results from a, a dysphemic vocalization, simple. Yeah, it basically means uh, child sacrifice. Uh, yeah. And in, in the Bible, in ancient texts, they talk about people throwing their child to Moloch as a you know, sacrificial offering. And if you go just Google Moloch, you can go onto Google Britannica.com, Jewish Encyclopedia, cross examine. 
compelling truth. I mean, there's article after article that talks about what Moloch represents, uh, even from the conspiracy standpoint, from the Jewish standpoint, from even the Britannica. Uh, this is what the Britannica, which is an official, official. I mean, isn't that like the encyclopedia? Yeah, oh, the, yeah. Uh, this is from yeah, this is from the Britannica Encyclopedia. Uh, a Canaanite deity associated with biblical sources with the practice of child sacrifice. There you go. It doesn't get much more official than that. So I looked up Moloch statue in Washington, D.C., and all kinds of Satan shit comes up. <laughs> yeah, here, I'll send you a, if you look at the, the street plan from an overhead point, Washington or the Capitol, it's clear like the, the, the Capitol sits in the fucking belly of an owl, which is Moloch. Let's see here. Oh, there you go. This is a good one right here. You just have to turn this fucking one. Wait, that's even better. Uh, copy link address. Oh my god, I'm so scared. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah, send it to me on uh, Messenger you if you can. Oh, there okay, it is. Y'all. Oh, okay. Yeah. I forget we could now, do this chat right here. Pop that up and look. Just look at in between. Look in that blue square. That's a fucking owl. That's clearly a fucking owl. Isn't that creepy as fuck? Okay, so I'm gonna do the screen share. Um, here's a better one. You know what? I'm gonna look at it from. I'm gonna look at it from. Oh my god! Yeah, big time. Okay, I'm gonna screenshot this. Print screen. I'm gonna send this to you too. Dude, like the, the people that built. DC uh, were all fucking 33rd degree Freemasons. I mean, Masons built that fucking city. Okay, so here it is. So, oh, that's the owl right here, right in the middle? Yep. Mm-hmm. So for those of you guys li- else, it, I don't know what else it could be, unless it's Batman. You know, but no, it looks like a fucking owl. You got the fucking, it looks like an owl. The two big eyes, the ears, like, and the capital sits right in the middle of the belly or the heart of Moloch. Here's where the little legs would be on a stick. Yep. The little tail right here. Uh, for those of you listening, I apologize. I suggest you check it out on YouTube. And uh, yeah, you'll see what we're talking about. Some pretty crazy shit. Or look it up yourself. I mean, um, well, it's you know, definitely worth checking it out. Definitely. I mean, you have to ask yourself, like, okay, again, let's be coincidence theorists. Like, that's just that. That was an accident that they built it like that you know there's nothing bad going on here boys you could you always have too much time on your hands like well that we care about freedom you know freedom hashtag freedom yeah so that's fucking weird so yeah bohemian grove moloch even dude moloch's on the back of the dollar bill in a very tiny portion if you google moloch m-o-l-e-c-h on the back of the dollar bill he's there's an owl on the back of the dollar bill on the right side very very tiny you almost need a magnifying glass to see it but Moloch's on the dollar bill as well. Moloch represents Queen Samarimus. Uh, Queen Samarimus represents like uh, their mammy or whatnot from Babylon. Because they, I think that's what they, I call them the Babylon Brotherhood. Because they seem to be trying to like rebuild Babylon, global Babylon, if you will. But yeah, these, these deities are just recycled and given new names, uh, you know, and just like passed along. There was hundreds of deities with the 
exact same story as Jesus prior to Jesus. Explain that. Yeah, they all have uh, like certain things in common, right? Like yep. there's a lot of gods before Jesus that were born on December 25th, um, virgin mm -hmm. mother, uh, miracles, a lot of, lot of coincidences. And before even Jesus Christ came up or was made up or whatever. Well, uh, Nimrod, Tammuz, and Semiramis, it's the exact same story. And it's like the Egyptian version. Uh, I think Tammuz would be, so Nimrod was the rays of light, impregnated Queen Semiramis of a virgin birth. And she gave birth of a virgin birth to uh, Tammuz. And Tammuz, born on December 25th, sacrificed or resurrected on Easter, was 33 years old. Uh, it's, it's the same fucking, it's the same fucking story, you know? Pretty fucking crazy, huh? Our world is nothing like they say it is, but yeah, anyways, we'll continue. Is this mine? Oh, I did. Yep. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, the United States government paid for patriotic displays. The United States Department of Defense spent millions of dollars to have sports organizations such as the NFL, MLB, NBA, and NHL put on shows to display American pride. Almost sounds like what they're doing with Black Lives Matter now, right? Right. It's like I heard somebody in a meeting was like, eh, fellas, a general, I don't know if you've looked out there recently, but not a lot of people are on Team America. You know, now Team America was a good movie, and we did kick ass in that movie, but you know, the real Team America, we're going to need to drum up some sport here. All right, put flags on every fucking stadium, every fucking uniform. I want flags and the helmets, I want flags everywhere. Just fucking flags, just flags, 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 you know? Like Oprah. You get a flag and you get a flag. Everybody gets a flag. Listen, I, I love flags now. We won't even go there. Next, yep, no comment. Remember after 9-11, they would get mad if you didn't call French fries freedom fries? Dude, I have an embarrassing story. Uh, <laughs> my mom, my mom like really did get mad at me because I was driving the car one time and uh, went through McDonald's drive-thru and I dared to call them. I'm like a French fry. And she, my mom's a hardcore neocon. She's like, <gasps> you. She was like, just disgusted. She's like, you son of a bitch. You How don't call dare those. you. Right? I was like, mom, have you ever been to France? No, I don't want to fucking talk. Yeah, fuck you, French. She's like, you French got me bastard. I'm like, mom. <laughs> of course, my mom also didn't want to believe that Osama bin Laden was a CIA asset. And uh, like one time I remember my mom told me like, you just stop, stop with your truth and your, your true lies. And I don't want to hear it. It's like my true lies. What? <laughs> Hey, I don't want to hear it. That's, that's exactly the attitude of most people. It's like I don't want to think that I've been lied to. Like, well, it's actually a fucking tremendous fucking. It sucks, but it's a great freedom, and it's the only way to beat the tyranny that's uh, trying to oppress us now. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, back to you, Julie. So here's a crazy one: the government can manipulate the weather. Yeah. That's right. Operation Popeye was a U.S. government weather modification program that used a technique called cloud seeding to increase precipitation over North Vietnam. So they've had this technology, guys. They could manipulate the weather and use it in Vietnam. How fucking nuts is that, right? makes you wonder like all right if you were using that in vietnam then what the fuck happened why why did we suck so bad like what the fuck happened in vietnam that was a disaster if you had the technology to really do that obviously you weren't using it or you fucking had it pointed in the wrong direction and i would also like to point out 
something that correlates with this technology, HARP, the HARP Research Facility, Research Facility, sorry, the, which stands for High Frequency Art Active Auroral Research Program. And it was initiated by the, as an ionospheric research program jointly funded by the United States Air Force, the United States Navy, University of Alaska Fairbanks, and the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, which is DARPA. So yeah, HARP. HARP, uh, they say that HARP has the ability to do shit like this because it just bounces like free, uh, radio waves off the high, high atmosphere. They're coming back down to the earth. just like, hey, I'll go learn the man bear pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking South Park, bro. <laughs> oh, no, I love it. All right. Uh, speaking of South Park, uh, South Park, South Park. Um, next one. The CIA controlled United States media. <gasps> Operation Mockingbird. I think we've talked about that before too, Chewy. Um, dun, dun, dun. In a world where Rush Limbaugh was a CIA asset. Basically, that's what it says. Operation Mockingbird spied on members of the Washington press corps and paid journalists to publish CIA propaganda. It also funded student and cultural organizations and magazines. Also, it put people in positions to portray or to divide by right or left. So people like Sean Hannity, uh, whoever the fuck's on the left, Rachel Maddow, like it's very possible that these people aren't like that at all. They're just fucking Project Mockingbird. Operation Mockingbird, sorry. Minus three points for me. It helps with the divide and conquer type of idea, right? Yep, gets people to buy into that left, right. Like, listen, I don't care what he votes for. I don't care what he does. If as long as he doesn't try to take my gun away, he can fucking send the aliens down to probe me anytime he wants. All right, he ain't taking my gun. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it is the, like dude, that. It is on the right. It's fucking guns. On the left, it's usually abortion. That's the, usually like it. That's <laughs> there, there's your two fucking stickers right there. And um, here's another one we mentioned this. We touched on it a little bit. Uh, Project MK Ultra was the name given to the CIA program that tested LSD on U.S. citizens without their knowledge. Unfortunately, records have been destroyed. But the government has actually openly admitted it, that uh, Project MK Ultra was real, and they did test on people. They even, I believe, testified in a, a Senate Intelligence Committee, um, and it was the same, I think it was the same testimony that included that heart attack gun and the senator like basically shut them down said all right boys you know hey you keep talking like this and they're gonna kill me when i go back home okay so yeah mk ultra also declassified also can be found probably i don't i don't even know i should probably check that out but i'm pretty sure i've seen mk ultra papers in the national archives i think what was it mk ultra 15 is what they yeah here's some redacted documents so yes Google Project uh, MKUltra, and on Wikipedia, there's some redacted documents concerning uh, this secret military project. But no, it's just a coincidence. Again, that's all we're here talking about, coincidences. Right. All right. Uh, let's see. Next one is, speaking of coincidences, the United States government poisoned alcohol during prohibition. <gasps> the government added toxins to alcohol to stop people from drinking during prohibition in the 1920s. And around 10,000 people died as a result. I didn't know if they had COVID back then. What the fuck? <laughs> Imagine, bro, you drinking a poison bottle of alcohol. You're like, yo, this shit gets you fucked up. 
think uh, your your eyes are bleeding through the asshole. I don't think you fucked up. You might be poisoned. Like, oh man, I thought I was just drunk. I was about to crack another one. <laughs> well, you're gonna have both eyes bleeding through your asshole, and it just you don't. Your wife, she's already thinks you're you're in the doghouse already. I've been fucking her for a year. Like that's fine. If you want me to continue fucking your wife, keep drinking that poison alcohol. <laughs> might just marry her. <laughs> I'm going to be your children's daddy. How do you like that, Frank? Like, you know what? I Give me another one. I don't fucking care. I just want to drink myself to death. Like, man, well, he made his choice. Pour me another. But when it's poison, I said, God damn it, pour me another. It's like in that scene uh, from Dumb and Dumber when Harry's giving Lloyd that laxative and he tips that cup and like cinnamon smiles, like just keep drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking love those movies, dude. God, yeah, they're great. Just so awesome. Especially the second one. I thought it was pretty fucking hilarious as well. Dude, the sequel or the prequel? The, the sequel. I thought it really captured like the magic of the... I really liked it. Like I really thought it was fucking almost... It wasn't as good as the first, but it really captured that magic really in a proper tone. Like in the beginning when he's all... You wasted 20 years of our lives for a gag? Like, yeah. Yeah. You're so awesome when he hugs him. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, in the car and he keeps doing that. <laughs> I love how they had the same kid from uh, Pretty Bird from the first one. He was that same guy, but grown up. Who are these sick people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So the Gulf of Tonkin incident didn't happen. According to the U.S. Naval Institute, the Gulf of Tonkin incident on August 2nd, 1964 was faked in order to gain American support for the Vietnam War. That sounds like the prequel to Operation Northwoods. And here's another fun fact. Did you know that the admirable, or the admirable, the admiral on that ship, Admiral James Morrison, do you know who that is? That's Jim Morrison's father the, of the Doors. The Doors' father was the admiral of that ship in the Gulf of Tonkin. A lot what? of people say Jim Morrison. Yeah, dude, Jim Morrison showed some tech, uh, some uh, tactics of being not tactics, but characteristics of being an MK Ultra victim. So Admiral James Morrison, Jim Morrison's father, was the the leading commanding officer on that ship in the Gulf of Tonkin incident. That's fucking weird. Holy shit, bro! That's no coincidence if you ask me. You know what I mean? Right? It can't be. I mean, seriously, that that's there's no way. There's no fucking way. Jim Morrison also was a part of the forever 27 club uh talked about jim morrison talked about the lizard people I and mean, fucking no more acid for jim like okay <laughs> oh, cut, him off. cut him off we're getting yeah no more like hey man he's he's talking about meeting a fucking naked indian in the desert you sure you won't give him more like yep crank him up crank him up there baby I'm like all right give him a milkshake <laughs> listen hey i want some of that acid right now fuck yeah give me some of that <laughs> uh, speaking of acid uh the united states government this is also true like you can't fucking deny this this is true um operation paperclip protected like what 1600 nazi scientists to work in the united states gave them new aliases put them in witness protection program got them out of the nuremberg trials and brought these nazi sons of bitches hitler's top personnel in science and whatnot 
in, put in charge of NASA and some of these other the defense agencies. But uh, yeah, the Dulles brothers, uh, fucking Nazis. I'm pretty sure they're Nazis. Uh, NASA, how similar is it that it's fucking so similar to Nazi? Uh, but yeah, that's true. Operation Paperclip. We, rather than punish the war criminals of Nazi Germany, brought them over because they had good minds that could help us. And we gave them new aliases and put them to work for the good old US of A. Wow, that reminds me of like the movies, right? When uh, uh, like there's a hitman trying to kill another hitman. And he's like, damn, you're good. You want to join me? <laughs> you know, it's just like that, dude. You're recruiting them. It don't matter what they're doing, but as long as they're good at it. <laughs> Imagine like they're they're doing those guys are coming over and doing interviews and there's some scumbag fucking American capitalist like you're good kid real good well with my help you'll be the best you see you're like oh shit here we go <laughs> yeah I could totally see that black and white smoking its cigar world domination you see yeah real good <laughs> just in a big old empty room you just see the spotlight that's it. They're not just six fucking like I don't know who them fellas are, but I don't think I won't fuck with them. <laughs> right. So check it out. The first lady acted as U.S. president in 1919. U.S. First Lady Edith Wilson began making decisions on behalf of President Woodrow Wilson after he suffered a stroke. See, Woodrow Wilson was he? Yeah, Woodrow Wilson's actually the president that signed the Federal Reserve into the into law. So oh, shit, what the fuck? Yeah, I think that's pretty interesting. In 1913, by the way, also the, the numerology is very interesting. And the Federal Reserve to this day has never been audited. What? Yep. That's weird. That's a very strange thing. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know he was the president of Princeton University, and he also was the governor of New Jersey. This guy was a fucking bankster stooge through and through, like all the way. So they knew what they were doing when they hired him. Yeah, big big time. Because the uh, whoever was fucking president before him uh, was big time anti bank bankers and banksters. And in G. E. Edwards' book, The Creature from Jekyll Island, he talks about the meeting with all these like Rockefeller, J. P. Morgan these rich fucks that basically were running America, they're meeting in, in Jekyll Island off the coast of Georgia in 19, when was it? 19, between 1910, 1912, uh, where they were, were there for a week. They go there and they come out and they have the, how the federal reserve is going to be organized. Cause prior to that, we didn't have like a federal, you know, a federal reserve, so to speak, but the federal reserve doesn't have any fucking affiliation with the federal government. It's a private fucking bank. No affiliation whatsoever. There's nothing that links us to it. And at any time, we could literally say, you know what? Go fuck yourselves. We're going to create our own money supply, which is what Kennedy was trying to do. But again, they had to blow his head off to make sure he didn't do that. Damn, because, well, they pretty much have power all around the world, right? Uh, yeah, dude, there's only like two banks in, or two banks, two countries in the entire planet that don't really have like a Rothschild centralized bank. And one of them is North Korea. The other one, is Iran. Hmm. Makes you wonder why all the, we're fucking all over those two countries. You know, we got to get in there, dude. Regime change. Look at him. He's like, he can't even walk and his people are starving. You know, we like, yeah, I'm sure that's why you're concerned about it. 
right? All of a sudden they care, right? They're putting strontonium in dead kids' fucking bodies, but we care. We're compassionate about the North Koreans, you know? <laughs> Bullshit. Or hiring Nazis. <laughs> We're compassionate fucking North. We will give them another chance. Like, okay, well, don't fucking put me anywhere near them, please. Like, okay. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, dead Nazis buried underground, um, E.T. buried in New Mexico, United States. It's, I don't know why I said the United States. That's really weird. The Atari video game E.T. the Extraterrestrial was such a failure that the company buried unsold cartridges in a New Mexico landfill. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird conspiracy, but turns out to be true. So, they're like, somebody's like, hey, man, how, you want to make this fucking Roswell thing seem really ironic and, and you know full of comedy? Let's bury the hill of the Atari. Fuck. And then those people go out there and dig. They're like, oh, my God. This is what they're talking about. And when they pulled out, it's like just an Atari game. Nothing to see here. Nope, there was no real alien. They're like, we found E.T. <laughs> and then we can make fun of them, sir. I'm like, you stupid son, bitch. That's a fucking Atari game. Fuck you, you know? So that game sucks anyway. You know, he's right. He's got a point. But, you know, no, there were no aliens. We're talking about an Atari game. Go play Pong. Come on, man. <laughs> So check this one out. So uh, how you're talking about smoking earlier, it wasn't until the late 1990s that Philip Morris admitted that smoking could be deadly. In 2006, a judge found tobacco companies liable. So before that, it wasn't proven or admitted that it could kill you. Yeah, as somebody who, you know, I, I don't, I have no words. Jesus Christ. So like other news, water wet, you know, <laughs> like people were smoking cigarettes for how long till this guy admitted, oh yeah, by the way, you might die. Jesus. I wonder why, like, were people tuning into that message or were they like, oh, he means somebody else, not me. But, but the devil's lettuce is bad for you. <laughs> right. It's fucking totally natural. God put it on this planet, you know, and maybe he might've put tobacco on this planet too, but uh, maybe just the devil, man. Maybe the Native Americans put that carcinogen in that fucking tobacco for us to see. You know, listen, hey, they wanted our land, well, or some of it, or they wanted their land. I don't even know. I just dig myself into a deeper hole. On to the next one. This one's probably even fucking better. Uh, and just sit down, ladies and gentlemen. You might want to sit down for this one. Uh, and this is very difficult for me to uh, explain to you, but uh, playing football can cause brain damage when you have grown men that are strapping on pads and are built like brick shit houses and they are literally running at 100 miles an hour 100% at each other hurling their bodies at each other there might be some brain damage you know it's funny how they people never knew that for so long right right I mean dude as somebody who played football high school college football and I've had my fucking belt just rung like a motherfucker crack back blocks just I've been hit fucking hard and I've hit hard uh, yeah, like what, this, the, the helmet's not Kevlar lined. I mean, it's literally like bodies. You're a human being and you're running as fast as you can at another human being. And then you're putting your head down and your shoulder down and you're trying to run that person over. You know, in car crashes, there's brain damage sometimes. There's also limb damage. And like, I don't know, like, well, I thought a car crash was different from a football game. Have you ever watched a football game? It's a fucking car crash. It's organized car crash. 
every fucking six seconds. Pretty much, yeah. Right? That's a good way to put it. And the other thing that like blows my mind is like these p- dudes are making the choice. They're signing contracts, getting paid millions of dollars. They're making the choice to do that. Who are you to tell them you can't sign that contract? You can't do that because my kid looks up to you like, well, maybe you should fucking teach your kid how to block properly or not how to put their head down when they're trying to make a tackle. Football does have fundamentals like every other sport, you know, and it just pisses me off that somebody who's never fucking played football, never picked up a football is like, I don't think that's right. And it's like, it's fucking, it's, it's like organized chaos and football. Yes. It's incredibly like fucking rigged and like the WWE anymore, but there is some like integrity and strategy to the sport and it's fun to play. And I some of my best times ever were being a part of the football team, high school football, college football. Like it's a really cool sport to play in my opinion, but yeah, I've had my bell fucking rung. Like I'm bad, bad. I got knocked out my scene. Your year, I caught an interception, put my head down when I came down because uh, I had to jump to get it. And this guy, helmet to helmet, I was out for like five fucking minutes. I got transported by ambulance to a hospital and I had to miss the next game. I was really pissed off at all, oh, man. I got fucking drilled on that play. Damn, bro. They fucking knocked you out. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, it's so bad. Like, I, so when they got me up, I walked to the sideline and I sat down on the bench and I fell straight off the back of the bench immediately. <laughs> Like just, and then I got up again and they were looking at me, talking to me, trying to get my like neurological signs or whatever, trying to test not what it, whether I had a concussion. I remember my coach saying like, I think it's pretty fucking clear he's got a concussion. No. And they were, didn't pay attention to me after I got up, after falling off the back of the bench. I ran back into the fucking game because they weren't paying attention to me for a second. And Damn, bro. What the fuck? Yo, I got to go back. Got to play. I was fucked up, dude. I puked for like fucking four or five days straight after that again i felt like shit for like a week straight up to that i got knocked the fuck out holy fuck dude yeah damn look at this next one. Oh, that's an advertisement i was like those girls are fucking pretty but that's just an advertisement like <laughs> what's the conspiracy here fuck she's not a man <laughs> imagine it's all the prettiest men y'all what the fuck turn it off Dang. turn it off i don't know no i don't look at pretty men i don't do it well not look at pretty men you know unless i think they're a woman and they happen to be a man but even then i will say i did not look at that pretty woman that i thought was a woman actually be a man okay nope not at all that was uh in vegas in bangkok <laughs> so yeah yeah can't forget about thailand right it's a beautiful country i've never been there but hopefully i can go someday <laughs> end up like the hangover three. Oh damn yeah no, no penetration for me no thank you uh, this real quick, Chewy, uh, just one story I found while we were uh, doing this. This is from zerohedge.com, and it was from today. Uh, lockdown 2.0, there's going to be hell to pay, and it talks about, let's see here. Shit. Uh, I'll send you the link. It talks about what's coming this fall and winter, and I think it's probably pretty accurate because I don't think Kansas, oh. these, these cases are just exploding, dude. It's getting worse. What? Yeah. Kansas is like number six in the nation for new COVID cases, and it's not slowing down at all. We, we have every three days at least another 1,000 cases. There's been, there was like 3,500 cases last week alone. Well, you know, uh, in Arizona, it's supposed to be number one, but honestly, it, it don't seem like it's that bad. Yeah, you're telling me about your sister saying, like, well, where the fuck are all these people, you know? Mm-hmm. I've seen video of, uh, like, 
nurses outside their hospital getting lunch and the dude's like asking him like where the fuck are all the people and even the nurse is like we don't know we're just here for lunch it's like oh my god <laughs> and nobody's asking questions though nobody's asking questions that's what we're here to do ask questions mm-hmm. but yeah that is all I had tonight, Chui. I think that it was a fantastic experience and uh, I don't have anything else. I'm just speechless and my balls are they're just filled with information. So that was conspiracies that turned out to be true. Some were a little bit odd. Some you might have heard of before. But um, yeah, I can't believe brain damage in football was a conspiracy. Like nobody believed that. Like, no, no, play football. You all right? <laughs> It's just a car crash. Nothing, no big deal. Just wipe, just put some blood on it and get back out there. Hey, sir, your head is just cut. James, that's where, that's what they told James Dean when his fucking head was cut off. Like, hey, it's no big deal. You don't have any brain injury. Get your ass back out there and keep acting, son. Just walk it off. Walk it off. Hey, just like a chicken. That's what you tell a chicken after you cut the chicken's head off. Walk it off. Just that's what the chicken's doing. They're trying to walk it off. They try and fly too. <laughs> Like, oh man, he didn't know. I guess that chicken didn't know that football causes brain injuries. Now he does. Hey, did you ever hear about that chicken that got his head chopped off, but it survived because the farmer would like force feed it every day? Um, it survived for like a couple months. What? Uh, let me look it up real quick. All right, that farmer either caught that chicken with another hen or some shit and that farmer had a little bit of a love interest with that chicken why would you fucking i guess maybe he was just trying to see how long the chicken would live like this fucking thing's still alive we got to keep feeding to see how long it lives without a head yeah dude so it was uh mike the headless chicken april 20th 1945 through march 17th 1947 so this motherfucker lived two years um, also known as Miracle Mike, was a Wyandit chicken that lived for 18 months after his head had been cut off. Although the story was thought to many to be a hoax, the bird's owner took him to the University of Utah in Salt Lake City to establish the facts. And there's pictures of it too. It's fucking nuts. Wow, that is an ugly fucking chicken. <laughs> What the fuck? They can't come up with a better name than Miracle Mike. Good God. You better call that thing like fucking Rasputin or fucking uh, Nug. I'd call it Nug. That's what I'd call it, you know? Lucky Nug. Lucky Nug. Yeah, I like that. That's insane. Like, just chickens fucking live with that. What a life for a chicken. Have no fucking head. Don't even know you were walking around. Somebody's force feeding you. No thanks. So it must have been like a small part of its brain that was left over because... It was a, so they chopped his head off because they were going to cook it. Um, But it says uh, the headless chicken, he lived for 18 months after the majority of his head was removed. He was originally injured when being prepared for a cookbooking pot. I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know why. (laughs) He was prepared for a cooking pot, but the axe missed, leaving the jugular vein one ear and most of the brain stem intact. Surprisingly, Mike didn't die. The family decided to care for him out of curiosity and fed him under in eye, using an eyedropper. 
the fuck, huh? Oh, I do. I think you're muted, bro. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, the, dude, uh, did you read this? His crowling, his crowing consisted, crowling, his crowing consisted of a gurgling sound made in his throat. Man, that's just, that's just Miracle Mike. He's hungry again. I'll be right back. <laughs> that's fucking gross, dude. <laughs> I think it wasn't a rooster. Every day at 4 a.m. you hear Jesus. Like, dude, this farmer's had too much time on their hands, or that guy's wife was not giving him any pussy. Either or, I don't know. That's ridiculous. Chicken. He married the chicken. He's like, you know what, honey? I'm going to go down and I'm going to fucking feed Miracle Mike because he appreciates me. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean... I would have just ended in suffering. Poor chicken, dude. Yeah. I mean, he got to go on Wikipedia, though. I don't have a Wikipedia page, so maybe it was worth it. <laughs> He's Wikipedia famous. That's a, that's what we're all hoping for, you know? Even Julian Assange. Hey, dude. Uh, so, Drew, I'd like to thank you once again for joining us here for Conspiracy Hour. And uh, this was conspiracies that came tr- came out to be true. Uh, Drew, do you have anything else to add? Yeah, I'd just like to thank the producers, the writer, the Chewy. Uh, you know, all the glory goes to God. And obviously, you know, Miracle Mike. Without Miracle Mike, none of this wouldn't have been possible. The, the fucking <laughs> gurgling chicken. And the Church of Satan. We need you boys there this Saturday. The Church of Satan, we're having a, a fiery brimstone hot potato bash. We hope to see you there. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> fiery brimstone hot potato. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. That that does sound like something that'd be in hell. You know, like, wait, we're playing hot potato with this fiery brimstone. <laughs> it's a nice souffle, boys. You ought to try it. It's real nice. So, Drew, where can they find your podcast, man? Uh, I found it on the front lawn of my house the other day. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, uh, Castbox, iTunes, Apple, Spreaker. I don't think I have it on Anchor anymore. But yeah, uh, uh, it's hosted on Spreaker. But it can be found anywhere you like to find podcasts under the dumpster in the Wendy's dumpster with a lot lizard. I don't recommend looking there, but some people do. Um, anywhere that you like to listen to podcasts, Google. You just search for that uh, there. Drew World Order, D-R-E-W, World Order, and we will get y'all lined up 0% APR in the next five years for all the podcast episodes. <laughs> the next five years? <laughs> it's a hell of a deal, really. Hell of a deal. And you also do prank calls as well, right? Yes. Uh, we, uh, we, it's a condu- we are conducting experiments, very important experiments for the future of mankind. Uh, what do people do when they are called and they're asked... Uh, if I can bring my rug doctor that I happen to ride, you know, cause you ride that some bitch it cleans your carpets, get the feces and the blood and shit like that out. Uh, and we do it, you know, from a hillbilly standpoint, from different characters, uh, we will call the church of Scientology and ask them about the brush and crush. And they usually say to us like, what the fuck is brush and crush? And brush and crush. <laughs> yeah. It's a translucent skin treatment. I think. Does it work on balls? I want to get my balls I, brushed. I hope so. I mean, you know, sometimes, when uh, the scrot uh, needs that, you think that's when you need the brush and crush. Just don't crush that scrot before you brush. You know what I mean? What about the crush and suck? I'd pay for that. 
now that's for you now that i think about it if you have to ask uh you can't afford it you know what i mean that's that's something you probably asked that lot lizard in the wendy's parking lot that's just me (laughs) the toad girl (laughs) hey she's she's almost she had a little bit of a relapse she turned back into a toad for a little bit dr mercer is very upset but that girl she's made I'm so proud of her. She's going to go to her prom. It's going to be a virtual prom on Zoom. And she's going to go as a human being after being a toad for all these years. She's a good girl. She's and maybe, a nice girl. Maybe she swam in a lake with pesticides and frogs. No. Oh, God damn, I hope not. Because, uh, you know, the professor was talking about maybe, you know, because uh, she's 18 now. And he, you know, no comment. I bet, I bet she could hoppity hop, right? Oh, ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> Awesome, man. And uh, what is your website again? It's Conwell, D-A-C-O-N-W-E-L-L-D-A dot Wix, W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash the D-W-O. I know that's a really jumbled mess, but, you know, the Lord provided it for us. Conwell, D-A dot Wixite dot com slash the D-W-O. Just pray to your heart and the Lord will help you find it. And that will also be in the episode description in case you guys hear this and you're like, fuck, what was it again? Let's go to episode description. There's all the links right there. And uh, Drew, Drew World Order, I would like to thank you again, man. Fucking awesome. I can't think of anybody else I'd rather do these conspiracy episodes with. Uh, Listen, hey, uh, I can. for fifteen thousand dollars, you're gonna get fourteen body bags from the Clinton Foundation. We appreciate you being here tonight. I le- I had a good time, great time. Thanks, dude. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. And um, I believe if anybody wants a Bill Clinton impersonation on their podcast, they could hit you up on Fiverr as well, right? That's right. I am capitalizing on my weird ability to pretend to be other presidents. So uh, you need a project voiced by Bill Clinton. I'm your man. Uh, you know, not your man, like relationship status wise, but I can be your Bill Clinton for a night and I won't do what Bill Clinton do, does, uh, does um, except for, you know, talk like Bill Clinton. I don't have cigars. I don't have, you know, Jewish interns. It's just me pretending to be a president. So no, like, no fetish role play stuff. Like if somebody wants to hire you to act like Bill in their Monica or something. Yeah. You know, the whole Epstein thing really freaks people out. And I just, <laughs> Oh, fucking great, man. Always a good time with you, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it, man. All right, man. You have a good night, bro. You too. And keep up the good work. You're doing fantastic work. Thanks again, man. Back at you, bro. Peace. everyone thanks for tuning in and if you'd like to support this podcast you can find me at anchor.fm slash screaming chewy gmail.com there'll be three options for a monthly subscription first one i believe starts at a dollar a month yo yeah dollar a month 
Yeah, and if you don't want to, that's cool. You can follow me on Facebook and YouTube, Screaming Chewy Show, for some memes, some more videos for episodes, and behind the scenes kind of deal, right? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy Show, I should probably change it. But it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.